Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the golf cartingist, head bangingist, <laughs> nose divingist uh, recap of The Bachelor ever. 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 Um, full disclosure, ladies and gentlemen, we tried to record this a few times. We tried really uh, hard. Like we really, really hard. did. Uh, but I was in uh, Iowa, and apparently uh, Iowa is not well known for strong Wi-Fi connections. <laughs> oh, that's why their caucus app messed up. Yeah, dude, seriously. A little I was topical just like, humor there. This makes a lot of sense. Like, I was here. No one seemed embarrassed about the fact that their app didn't work. And no one seems to care that the Airbnb I stayed in had just, like, the slowest Wi-Fi ever. Like, I thought the website I was working on was really slowed down by the things I was doing. Turns out it was just it was just my connection. So, so here we go. We've got lots to catch up on. We're going to cover episodes five and six, um, the two that happened in one week. And this was when um, Alea came on and everybody just lost their mind that she came back. This is just this whole the the sequence of episodes. Well, the fact that we needed like five hours of The Bachelor this week is patently insane, even by Bachelor standards. And I understand that these that these episodes and this flexibility is sort of baked into Bachelor, but it's a testament to this season. And what the season has been like that somehow this is the week that we're getting five hours when really we, we, we've learned nothing from this. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, this was like the week of, I mean, we had like a really dramatic, interesting week and then you get here and you're like, why did this need five hours? This did not need five hours. And like, yeah, there's just, there's not a lot to say about it. So we'll just, we'll just get into it. But, mm-hmm. um, but the weirdest thing was when Alea came back and she's like trying to defend herself, which I get. Um, they're all like talking about her like behind her back, but they're saying it to her face. Mm-hmm. And it was really weird. They're just like, like Natasha was like, she received that rose and that was fucked up. And <laughs> she made her bed and she has to Alea in it. And uh, yeah, yeah. Good job, Natasha. Sick burn. Um <laughs> But it was just like I, I get why they were mad, but it was it was also really awkward because she was standing right there and they're just like, I can't believe that she came back and I can't believe she got the rose. And I'm like, she's right there. You might as well bring her into your conversation. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, it just felt really like, oh, I mean, yeah, people can't believe that she's back. The uh, the chaos agents at The Bachelor are willing to do anything and everything. How could these people say that? Well, just a few weeks ago, they're like, wouldn't it be funny if we booked the ex-boyfriend of one of the yeah. contestants as a musical act? And you think it's weird that they they brought back a girl who, by the way, seems like she, while she may not get along with everyone particularly well, seems like she was booted for no like valid reason. <laughs> totally no valid reason. Like... She's not even she's not even like the biggest shit stirrer on the show by by any means. But I mean, there was something, you know, like I think the fact that 
former contestants are saying that they think that this season of girls is just like the bitchiest and like the most toxic that they've ever seen really says a lot. And, and this, this whole interaction and the things that are coming just, just really show that like, oh my God, like only one of you is going to end up with him if that, cause you never know. And you might as well like get along, you know, like that's what, what you're going to get out of this by doing the show is like Instagram sponsorships, um, maybe a podcast that a few people listen to and friendships, you know, Mm -hmm. and a move Mm -hmm. to LA. Like those are the things that you're going to get. So why don't you take advantage of those things and stop focusing on all this like minutia? This is all bullshit. Um, but anyway, and I totally get why she wanted to come back and clear her name because I, I do think she was booted wrongfully. Um, but they just, they were just like, she needs to be honest and she needs to leave and we don't want her here. Um, and Peter picks up on all of the negative energy around her. And instead of, you know, standing up for something that he thinks makes sense, he decides to just go along with all the things that the, the women are telling him to do. Mm-hmm. And he has her go home after all. Yeah. And that's because the basis of this season is Peter's not just an idiot, which most bachelors are idiots. He's an absolute coward who has no idea what he wants from a relationship. Right. And he's surrounded by women who also don't seem to really know what they want. And so you have this constant flow of chaos. And the only way that his tiny little brain works is trying to make the people around him happy in the short term without thinking about the long-term implications or what's actually right or wrong or anything else. He doesn't, he's just like, Oh God, conflict. Ah, how do I fix it? I got to make this person go away. I got to bring this person back. Ah, like that. It, he, he just, he can't think he's a moron. Yeah, totally. He's just trying, he's like, what can I do to Yeah. I'm, the thing that really screws me up is yeah. Like, he says these really nice things to these women right before he dumps them or he tries to make peace with someone even though everyone's having conflict with them. And then once he finds out they're all having conflict with them, then he tries, you know, and then he tries to take their side. Like he just, he doesn't have like a good stance. He doesn't have, he doesn't have like a strong thing that he's standing on. I just, ugh, it's just, it's really exhausting to watch. But Anyway, so he starts to run damage control after he tells her to leave. He apologizes to all the women and they still have, you know, a lot of questions for him. Like they're just mad that this even happened. And I honestly think maybe if he had said, listen, there wasn't a good reason for her to to leave. And and after she came back and explained herself and I thought about it and Nurse Victoria had nothing of substance to say, I decided she deserves another shot. So get along or... If you're trying to start shit, like you can go, you know, mm-hmm. like I think, I mean, I would have respected him more if he had said something like that, but it's Peter. So of course he didn't. No, of course um, not. Uh, Natasha confronts him pretty, pretty quickly. And I was, I was actually just Googling. I'm like, what does she do for a living? Because she's always like really put together. She seems like one of the smartest and most like interesting women on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. And, and I had written in my notes that she had perfect lipstick and a perfect dress and should honestly just walk out right now and go get something else because she's just too good for the show. Um, 
she does plan parties for a living. So that kind of makes sense, I guess. She's like organized and yeah, yeah. stylish and whatever. Um, but she she is not having it. Um, and neither are the other women. Um, and then I heard something like <laughs> at this point, like during this scene, and I don't know, I had written some of this when I was in Iowa on my writing binge, but uh, I heard someone say something about like if they weren't getting a rose, they were going to set the building on fire. <laughs> I'm really not sure. It's <laughs> um, a great response. <laughs> yeah. And then we're like going into the rose ceremony. And the only thing that's important to note here is that three people we do not know left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we have no idea who they are and now they're gone. Okay, great. Yep. Yep. So okay. wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. So that was the beginning of that episode. Um, so then they're in Costa Rica um, and Peter is like, I'm not going to get distracted. Like I am focused and I am totally not going to fall out of go- golf cart. That would be nope. ridiculous. That, yeah. Not why would you do, do that? that? Never going Never to do, gonna do that. Um, but you know what? Exploring new things helps relationships grow. And, and the girls think because they're in Costa Rica for some reason, they're far away from drama, but we know they're not going to be living like, you know, Pura Vida or anything like that. They're not going to be chill like that sloth that they shot in the B-roll. Like that's not going to happen. And we know that there's trouble already because Peter arrives in a helicopter, but he's not flying it. And uh, he's got a big bandage on his head. Yep. (laughs) Does he ever. And he's like, I have a story to tell you girls. This is what happened to me. All right. There's this path. And it's and it was going up to this volcano, and already I'm like, you don't hike, and uh, well, I guess in future. Well, anyway, I don't want to predict the future, but anyway, uh, so he's like, he's like, I was hiking, and then I saw this puma, and we locked eyes, and I and it was like it was me or him, you know, and uh, yeah, you should see the puma, and then he's like, just kidding, I fell out of a golf cart and onto a glass that I was holding in my hand, which and is I got really twenty two stitches. Eventually, at the end of the episode, they they show us footage of what actually happened, and it is mind blowing how weird this is. Because when he <laughs> said, "Oh, really I like bad. I tripped, and then I and then I hit a golf cart, and da, 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 da. and you're like, okay, so you picture it some one way in your head, but it's like he just runs face first into the back of the <laughs> golf cart, and then he takes a, a margarita that's in his hand and just smashes it against his head, like. Like a like a frat boy trying to crush a beer can on his forehead yeah. like that, but with a full glass of tequila and fresco or whatever the hell it was. What are you doing? It's it amazing. So bad. And it went so fast. Like mm-hmm. it was just like and you're like, oh my God. Like it was really awful. To Why watch. did you do that? Yeah. It was, it was just, so oh, bad. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I'm really clumsy. Like I I drop my phone like three times a day. Mm-hmm. Um Right before we recorded, I dropped a LaCroix. Like, I just, I just, I, I dropped, like, things just fall out of my hands. And it's just, I've always been that way. And uh, so I get it to to some extent, but I can't even imagine hitting my head on a golf cart and then taking a face dive into a glass and needing 22 stitches. Like, yeah, and I just cut my finger. I cut my finger last year cutting goat cheese. Not fresh goat cheese. I should. It is. It was aged goat cheese. So I'm not a total idiot. Um, and it bled for seven hours before I decided I probably needed stitches. So 
I get it is my point. But in, in another way, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, that's okay. You know, we're moving on. Uh, we're moving to the one-on-one. And sure. uh, Sid- Sydney gets the one-on-one. And she's excited, but you can't tell. Uh, yeah. Because the way she talks is, I get to be Sydney on this date. And I couldn't uh, be. Our relationship is taking flight. And I couldn't be more excited. And the you're most like, fried oh. vocal fry of all time. Yeah, she's so fried. Um and uh, but, you know, whatever, we'll see how this goes. Kelsey, in the meanwhile, is trying to connect emotionally with Hannah. Uh, but Hannah is checked out. She is not listening to Kelsey at all. Nope. <laughs> but, but Kelsey's just like agonizing and worrying about everything, you know. And Hannah's like, well, you're here for a reason. And like, you got the rose. So, oh, yeah. Why I like to ask advice worrying? from 23 year old beauty pageant queens. <laughs> They always yeah, have good I'm things like, to say. Kelsey, I mean, what did you expect to get from this? It's just, it's not going to go well for you. Um, no. I think she's just trying to get some airtime. And she's like, well, Hannah's been getting a lot of airtime. So I'll just go there and it won't be drama. Should um, I fight with her again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like so weird. Um, yeah, now they're friends or whatever. Or Hannah's just tolerating her. Um, their date. So the one-on-one with Sydney is just kind of like fine. There wasn't a lot going on that I wrote down. At least they were just like. They were flying and then they're hanging out in a field. And then Peter's like, Sydney, you're so mysterious. And she's like, oh my God, I get that all the time. (laughs) And he's like, you're a great kisser. And she's like, oh my God, I can't believe you said I'm a great kisser. Shut up. You're a great kisser. (laughs) Oh my God. It was so, I like did not, I felt so cringy. I was like, I just don't want to watch this anymore. I don't care. (laughs) Um, and then, so while they're on their super boring, cringy date, we find out that Kelly is getting a one-on-one and your Kenna is so disappointed about oh, it. My my poor, poor, my Kenna. <laughs> She's, she was just so crushed. She really was counting on that one-on-one to turn things around for her. That's, there that's were, it. There are, yeah, there's things she wants to tell Peter and she is just not getting the opportunity. My Kenna and, rocks because she's the kind of girl where she needs the guy that she's dating to text her every 10 minutes with like just banal like life updates. Yeah. And yet she's on a show where she she just gets like no meaningful interaction with a per- person that she's ostensibly competing to marry one day. Uh, so she's having a total meltdown at all times. I love her. She's my yeah. queen. She's just so she's. <laughs> Oh, I just like my heart hurts for her, you know. Yeah. Um, get her a Xanax anyway. or something. Come on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, and then Kelly's worried because because on this one on one, she's like, "Well, I don't have a story. I don't have like a you know thing that I gotta like mm-hmm. unload or whatever." And uh, yeah, that's a valid concern. Um, but Sydney, on the other hand, does have a story, and it's pretty sad. Um. She doesn't really know her dad. She's seen him like five times in her whole life. She got bullied a lot as a kid. She got called Oreo girl. Like it was screwed up. It was really, really sad. She ate lunch in like the bathroom and stuff. Or wait, was that Kelsey? Or have, did they both eat lunch in the bathroom? I don't know. They, they both love a good ham sandwich on the shitter. Let me tell you. Yeah, they're both they're both uh, Katie Heron from Mean Girls, uh, basically, uh, before and after their popularity, oddly enough. Um, so 
you know, it's a good story. Peter emotionally connects with it. He sees her as a strong woman and he gives her the rose. And then um, I went to go get a snack at this point. And when I came back, there was just like soft core porn on TV. Hmm. I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? <laughs> they were like really going for it. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, at the house, Kelsey's drunk <laughs> and she's shit talking and crying. And Tammy cannot believe that it's happening. She just oh. cannot believe this woman is drunk again and crying again. And um, I mean, as soon as this scene happened, I'm sure you could see the writing on the wall. I sure mm-hmm. did. I was like, oh, Tammy's going to go home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because we, we kind of established earlier that Tammy had this whole uh, amusing, innocent thing about her where she didn't seem to really understand how the show worked. Like, it, it didn't seem like she'd ever watched it before. And yeah. It went from innocent and playful to, oh, so now you're going to see what happens when you start this kind of conflict in the bachelor house and it's not going to go well for you. (laughs) Yeah, I felt really, I mean, I do feel like bad for her because she really doesn't seem to get it at all, you know, and I'm like, oh, you don't, you haven't seen it and you don't know what happens when women do this, but you're going to find out and you're going to regret it. Time to learn um, the hard way. <laughs> yeah, it's just, oh god, that was just that was really rough. So, um, yeah, so she's uh, to be fair, um, I agree with her, uh, but uh, uh, she shouldn't have done it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so she's just like, okay, like you see her start to complain, like, oh, Kelsey's drunk again, and she's crying again, and she's complaining again, and I just can't with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but because she's the one that's going to carry this information that it sounds like other women in the house are talking about, she's going to get punished. Um, but first, we're going on a group date. Yeah, we are. Yeah, and uh, it's at La Fortuna Waterfall, and um, they're going to be shooting for Cosmo and the March issue. And we know what happened in the real world, those of us who have the internet. Oh, we do. We most certainly do. And it's oh, it's it's beautiful. It's glorious. It's so bachelor perfect, like just mwah, chef's kiss. Stupid. <laughs> um, everyone who's playing along on the drinking game at home, he just said chef's kiss, so you get to have a shot. Um <laughs> Dry Victoria is really nervous, and also she's a white supremacist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm just so, I'm so sweet and coquettish. But also, I'm a sexual dynamo. And also, I hate black people. It's like so (laughs) fucked up. It's just all these layers. Yeah. It was about Marlins, you guys. Okay. I, no human on the planet should believe her when she says that white lives matter was just for white Marlins, especially because the other one was for Blue Lives Matter. Like, the person who did that didn't just like, it's not like, oh, I used the wrong Twitter hashtag like DiGiorno did that one time where they like tweeted about domestic violence uh, and tied in a joke about pizza and did not realize, (laughs) did not realize how badly they had fucked up. It's like, okay, that's a one-time thing, you know. That could get a pass. This is like so deliberate and they did it for like the two things that would make it very clear how they feel, you know, 
Um, there's just no two ways around it. And the fact that she tried to dance around it and she tried to excuse it is even more fucked up, shows how ignorant she is. Like, Oh yeah. Ugh, it, it, it totally, it totally kicked ass. Cause she was like, Oh no, it was, it was about the white Marlins and preserving them and blah, blah, blah. So you're like, okay, well you're an idiot. So this, and then you look into it and you see the pictures and it's see shirts that say white lives matter. And then and you're like, Oh, but maybe, but then you look at another one. It's like, no, nah, that's definitely a Confederate flag with a fucking fish on it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, well, you know, it's well. like, there's like no amount of excusing you can do. Like there's just nothing that you can say that's like, oh yeah, like she, but she meant that in a not racist way. Like yeah. you cannot tell me that. And, and, and okay. <laughs> I have some things to say about Vogue and I have some things to say about what happened on this episode. So off, first girl. of all, so first of all, Vogue was like in the sh- in the shooting of this episode, they're like, well, we're on a deadline. And I'm like, your deadline is months before, but then you couldn't pull this until the last second. Like, like spare me. Like, I'm not believing that for a second. And and then they're like, you know, yeah, we were able to pull it, but only from the digital issue. Like. Like there's nothing like you said you were on a deadline when you shot this in probably like October and Mm -hmm. now you're like, what are you even saying? Like none of it made sense to me. It was, I was very upset by it. I was just like, this is just so clearly bullshit. Everything that you're telling us is wrong and you're expecting me to get on board with it. And it's just not going to happen. Yeah. It's pretty, (laughs) it's pretty awesome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, uh, Oh, one of my favorite parts about this sh- uh, this uh, shoot is how awkward they all looked in their in their shoes, and <laughs> <laughs> they're a little like you know uh, aqua socks. <laughs> that was cute. Um, so anyway, uh, so they're doing the shoot, um, and the reason Dry Victoria won was because she decided to make out with Peter during the, sh- the shoot. And they decided yep. that that was very brave. And uh, that meant that she deserved to win. Yeah. But she's like so shy, you guys. Like, yeah, she's really shy. So it takes a lot for her to come out of her shell and make out with Peter. It really does. It does. Yeah. She definitely like, has not done that on every single episode. Yeah. This has never happened before ever, ever. Uh, so anyway, um, oh, so then, uh, Kelsey decides, uh, she needs to make more of an effort, um, you know, put herself out there a little bit more. Um, and, um, is she, was she on the group date? I just have that note. She wasn't on the group date though, was no, she? No, cause she, she had the one-on-one before, but. So they come no. back to her and she said yeah. something like that. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um. And then, oh, and then Dry Victoria is all like, I'm depressed because I'm 26 and I'm getting old. And I'm like, and then Peter's like, I'm 28. I'm old. And I'm like, you're both dumb as hell. Like, I can't even deal with you. Like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, you're old. Shut up. Um, Hannah is starting to fade into the background in this in this, uh, in this this episode. That was at least the feeling that I got. I don't know if you felt that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it was it's been weird too because she started off on this on this strong villain arc, but 
they quickly scrapped that. And now she's just sort of a background player, which is weird because it seemed like her and Peter had a a really strong initial connection. So I I don't know. Right. And yeah, you were like really appreciating her strategy. Like she seemed like she knew how to play the game. And then in this episode, you're just like, oh, where'd she go? Like, I don't I don't even. She's, she doesn't appear a lot, or if she does, it's really quick. And Yeah. And, and that, I mean, she could be just a victim of editing, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. She just kind of, yeah, she drops off the face of the earth in this one. Yeah, she really does. Um, so anyway, so that's happening. Um, what else? There's just like a bunch of like little things that's happening right, that are happening right now. Oh, um, okay. So here's like, this is when like the Kelsey- Tammy stuff kind of starts to come to a head at like during this group date, they go back to, they go back to all this stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, I, at this point I Googled what a clothier does because I really wanted to know. Yeah. Um, cause that's uh, what can Kelsey I guess? Is. Yeah, go ahead. So in my head, when I saw clothier, I thought, Oh, she works at a high end retail shop where she like helps rich people choose like outfits and shit is that what a clothier is it's kind of like that so it's it's um they said it's like a tailor but it's fancier and more intricate so it sounds like they would probably like not just you know like advise what they're wearing but they would also like maybe fit them okay okay yeah so So, she because that's that's kind of what i had like uh, in, in Pretty Woman, when she walks in the shop and they tell her to fuck off or whatever, that's what I thought Kelsey did. Yeah, Kelsey. that's kind of that's kind of right, you know, like that's kind of what she does. So, so yeah, that's that's kind of the job that she's got. Um, but anyway, um, she's taking things really seriously, and she's super upset about the girls spending time with Peter. Um, but she's saying that like. She's she uses that defense that a lot of women use on the show where she's like, I'm terrified by my feelings. And and she's talking to Peter about this and she tells him she's in love with him, which is like really early on. And they also they had like had, did they even have a one on one yet? Yeah, they I, I think they had this one, is, right? Yeah, they, they had the episode where they are they're in Cleveland, oh, yeah, in Cleveland, in Cleveland. Yeah, just yeah. Starting around Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. So. So anyway, so he smiles and he kisses her and but it I don't know, the whole thing seems so weird to me, but he says he's feeling it, so whatever. Yeah. Um but Tammy is is not happy about these developments with Kelsey. And sh- and she's mad because Kelsey apparently called everyone fake and mm. Tammy is telling all. Not and the F word. Sh- no. And she tells Peter she's worried about Kelsey's drinking and she's worried about Kelsey's attitude. Um, and Kelsey tells Peter that she was sad, but she wasn't like having a breakdown. Okay. And this is the only time that she did it. It was only this one time, <laughs> which is bullshit. Um, and Kelsey's like, well, I, oh, then someone said, well, doesn't like Tammy's like, well, you were crying for like four hours a day. And Kelsey's like, yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, and this is this is kind of a problem here because, I mean, in a sense, Tammy's right, wherein Kelsey is a little unhinged, uh, a little, little emotionally unstable. 
she's clearly a, a magnet for conflict. So those things are right. But then you have to consider, oh, it's a drinking problem. It's like, no, 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 no. You're, you're, right. you're overselling it. Kelsey doesn't have a drinking problem. I drink 10 times as much as Kelsey. And as far as I'm concerned, I don't have a drinking problem. And no one's oh, told good. me to go to any meetings yet. So <laughs> I think I'm fine. I think Kelsey's fine with that. And then the thing about pills is like, you can't really speculate on that. That's not a good idea. Plus, I don't think The Bachelor would be like, hell yeah, this girl's like hooked on benzos. Let's let just, you know, party it up. Like they would clearly try to step in if she didn't have prescription medication that she needed to take. So they're just she's she's overstepping. And on top of that, Kelsey just pulled the I love you to a man who has a tiny walnut for a brain <laughs> and doesn't know what he wants. So he's like, oh, good. Love. Good. Me happy. Peter happy now. So Tammy is playing from behind. She hasn't gotten a one on one. She's not in a good power position here. She's basically screwed. And this is just a, a total like lashing out psycho move from her even if it is grounded in some reality that Kelsey is also not in a good place where, and she should not be dating anyone. Right? You, yeah. you can't, you Ugh. can't play from behind like this. It makes you look desperate and, and just psychotic. So you, you can't, you can't do it. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it was just, it was a really, it was a really bad move for her to say it, even if she feels that way. And even if other people are talking about it, like whoever, brings that to his attention is going to be the one that gets in trouble for it. And, and so she screwed up royally. Like there's just, there's really no coming back from this. Like, I don't know. The whole, the whole thing is just like so awkward. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, Oh no, you really, you really boned it. Well, you're going to find that out. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting for all of us. Um, so, then and then they start talking about the champagne again, and I was like, I thought we were over this. Why are we going back to the champagne? The champagne never dies. I was fine as champagne. Yeah, I just, I really like. I'm so over the champagne. Um, so they bring that up again. They're still fighting, and then um, somehow in all of this, Hannah makes a resurgence, and she like Jedi mind tricks her way into getting the rose. Yeah, and. For me, it was like that came out of nowhere and it was like kind of masterful, like because she stayed out of the fray, you know, it was just like, well, I guess I'm just going to give her the rose. She saw because, an opportunity and and she she took it. Took yeah, it. she was just being like normal and sweet. And and that's that's how she got it. So um, so that's how that group date went. It was a real clusterfuck, the whole thing. Um. Then uh, Peter is like, I got to see a lot from Kelly on this one-on-one today. Um, like she's a gymnast who's been underperforming. <laughs> and um, they their date is like an obligatory date they have to go on on the show. And that they're doing some kind of ceremony. Um, oh, yeah. Bachelor and, loves and this shit. Yeah, they're sharing their story of how they met and um, – they're doing like a cleansing ritual. So they got to take their clothes off, of course. Um, and then they're like burning these candles, these male, female candles to see what their energy says. Mm-hmm. Um, and the female candle is, is presenting as repressed. Um, 
So the assessment is that they're not in the same stage of life. Yeah, I could have told them that. Yeah. And then there's like the yes, no thing, you know, that whole BS. Where it's like, you know, like, are, are we a good match? Mm, this pendulum says no. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to date it for the next couple of weeks? Mm, no, it doesn't look good. All right. Well, anyway, let's do this labyrinth anyway. And uh, she's got like a, you know, eye cover on and mm-hmm. being le- the word is blindfold. Uh, and yeah. and um, and Peter's trying to tell her where to go. And the whole time the healers are like, mm, this isn't looking good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it was so bad. Yeah, that not, whole not date great. was awkward. I felt so bad for both of them, honestly. Like it just it just wasn't a good date. No, it's it's not a good fit. And the problem with this date is it looks like the kind of awkward, silly interaction that you would have if you actually did this for a real first date like it would be absolutely ridiculous right yeah so they don't have that kind of connection and why should they and also going back to what i've been saying this whole episode which is peter doesn't know what he wants peter is a fucking baby he's a coward and he has a tiny walnut brain and so when you put him in a room with a woman who is a little not I, I shouldn't say older. God, she's 27. She's still young, but older in the context of the women in this house. She's 27. She's an attorney. Okay. She's confident in herself and who she is. She has a career. She has a life. Okay. She doesn't need Peter to make herself no. happy at no, all. No, definitely not. Where a lot of these other women on this show, they're like desperately grasping for something. I need it. Ah, she doesn't need this. No, she doesn't. And, and that, part of and yeah. that's part of what makes her intriguing to him, but also ultimately sets her up where she is clearly like one of the best people on this show. I mean, maybe not for entertainment value, but as like if you had to actually marry one of these people. Like, she seems like the most put together and emotionally stable and all these other things. Which is 100% why she will not win. Because how could she? No, she's definitely not going to win. There's just no way. Um, But, you know, yeah. Well, and and she even says, you know, like the reason she did this show was for him because she liked him. But this is not her kind of a thing. You know, she said mm-hmm. she's she's not interested in doing the show, but she's doing it because because she's interested in Peter and she wanted to try to make something happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, to her credit. So um, but yeah, she you know, okay, so we're gonna cut away from their date for a minute to talk about the fact that Kelsey and Tammy are still fighting. And um and this whole thing was really confusing. Like Kelsey's like, I'm sick of the drama, but she started a lot of the drama. So I think that's some bullshit. And then and then she also calls um, Tammy honey. And that's when I was just like, I'm done with you. Yeah. Fuck you and your honey. <laughs> so Fuck disrespectful. Honey. But but Tammy is like. So wrong, too. So but I but I love Tammy. So, you know. It's a hard, I don't know. It's a hard line to toe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh because I really appreciate Tammy, but she's this this is all a really bad look and she's she's making all kinds of mistakes. Um 
So the, the heel turn that none of us saw coming, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's just unfortunate, and maybe she'll be able to restore her image in paradise. Uh, that's my only hope for her. Yeah. Uh, Kelly thinks we go back to Kelly. She's like, well, I haven't really had a lot of opportunities to open up in this process, but she, she's like, I'm trying to open up. Um, and she said she had the realization in Cleveland of all places. Um, but you know, she's like. But Kelly kind of turns it on him and is like, well, if he's rewarding drama, I don't really think he's ready for marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really think that that makes sense. Because and, he's not. <laughs> right. Exactly. And instead of saying that he needs to cut it in the bud, she says cut it in the butt. Yeah, um, I like that part too. Nip it really, in the butt. <laughs> in the butt. You need to yeah. cut it in the butt. <laughs> and I was like, that's not a saying. Uh, I like this when is a metaphor are- about flowers, but now it's about <laughs> ass. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, it's like it is kind of gratifying when someone who is like way more accomplished than you are fucks something up like that. You're like, okay, I'm smart. Um, yeah, a lawyer fucked it up, so I'm smart too. Um, I only watch this show to feel better about myself as a person. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but Kelly wants to be challenged and that's clear and she should honestly, I mean, just cause he's a pilot doesn't mean he's the kind of challenge that she's looking for. You know, like I don't think he's intellectual enough for her. I really think she needs somebody else, you know, someone who like runs a company. I don't know. This is just not, this is not it for her. Yeah. Um, she's going to marry like a, a guy who m- might be kind of a dick, but he's going to be very rich and handsome and successful. Yeah, and he's going to just like leave her alone to do whatever the hell she wants. Mm-hmm. And she's I have gonna a be feeling fine. like one day she's going to end up like Laura Dern in Marriage Story, but that's cool cuz she can do whatever she wants. She doesn't need a fucking man, okay? <laughs> yeah, Laura Dern's the shit. Um Exactly. But yeah, so something like that. Yeah. Um but Peter's like asking her to trust the process and but she's smart, so she's not going to do it, but she will make out with him in a waterfall. Because she's not totally dumb. Um, yeah, of course. I mean, it, she still thinks he's hot, so fucking yeah, go for like, it. Yeah, like she's a woman with needs, so she's going to make out with him in a waterfall. Um, So now we're back with Tammy and her, all her bullshit. And she's like complaining about Kelsey. And she's like, she cries every freaking day. <laughs> and she's drinking and she's engaging in destructive behavior. And um, Tammy's no, aren't like, we all? Even, yeah, Tammy's like, I don't even know where the fuck Iowa is. And I wrote this while I was in Iowa. So I said, well, guess what? I'm in Iowa right now, bitch. Um, <laughs> that's my note. <laughs> um, I've seen it. It's real. Yeah. So this is like the next day. Right. And Kelsey, Kelsey decides to leave uh, to go find Peter. And she's like running damage control to to preserve her image. And this is when you start hearing the pill stuff. So, so she goes and talks to Peter. He thinks that she's the one who's being honest. I'm not really sure. Um, but I also think like, yeah, that's like really nobody's business. And it really does feel like a plot of unreal that they're bringing this up. Like, Ooh, I don't know. This is a little yeah, much. It's a lot. Um, Okay, and this was the point in the episodes where I noticed that Peter's mic sounds really whistly, and I'm pretty sure it's like his nose. And now <laughs> I can't fucked up septum, son. I can't like unhear it. It's really whistly, and I'm like, dude, like I know that my nose is always like a little bit stuffy because I have problems. Um, yeah. But his also, is like whistly. I, I- I just need to say really quick, I do have a cold right now. So if you're like, well, Steve, you sound like shit too. I know. I sound terrible. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm working on I it. I can't even tell. I I literally can't even tell. Thank you. Sammy, um, you're so kind. Oh my God. You're welcome. 
So, <laughs> but yeah, so no, just next episode, listen and see if you hear the whistle. And I'm sorry for ruining your watching experience, even though it was ruined already just by the terrible people on the show. Um, <laughs> also, okay. So, he, so Kelsey comes over, she comes to talk to Peter. He's got a whistly mic and he's wet for some reason. Did you notice that? Mm, he was yeah. wet. Real wet why. boy. Love me a good <laughs> just, wet boy. His his back is wet. His pecs are wet. It was just very strange. Um, and I thought giving her a rose just based on this conversation was like rewarding bad behavior. I don't know if you felt the same way, but oh, 100%. Yeah. But that's what he does. So it's, it's on brand. That's it's like, it's weird watching this show because. Mentally, you're like you're in this conflict where you go, okay, well, this is clearly the bad thing, and this is what should happen, and then you realize, well, Peter's not going to make that same rational decision. This is why him and Hannah B need to be together because they are mutual, like they're just they're just the yin and yang of idiocy, and they need to just live together, love each other, and make terrible decisions for the rest of their lives. This this whole this whole show is like this shouldn't even be happening right now. He should just go back to Hannah B. Yeah. Seriously. Well, <laughs> anyway. Um, so he's yeah, so he gives Kelsey a rose because he doesn't know what else to do, and he'll just he, he's got like problems with like recency, you know? Mm. It's like the last thing that he heard, the last thing he saw, that's the thing that's gonna stick in his mind, and he's gonna follow that. So that's what he does. Um and then, and then I don't remember whose rose it was that they were looking at. Sydney's maybe, but they were like, "Look at this rose! It's like the longest stem in the in the world." <laughs> and it was true. Wow. It, was like, it was like absurdly long. It was yeah. really funny. Um, but then, but then their fun time is ruined because Kelsey comes back with the rose. Oh, um, I hate yeah. to see it. And then the girls all look like they're gonna puke. And Kelsey's just like, uh, so yeah, uh, I obviously talked to Peter and, uh, <laughs> but we're good, right? Like everything is good, right? I okay, bye. Fine. And the girls are like, we are not good. This is not good. Nothing is good. <laughs> the girls are pissed. Uh, so now we're at the cocktail party and this is when McKenna really starts to lose it. Oh, my sweet, sweet Kenna. And she is like, I need time tonight. Time is more important than anything else in the world. If I do not get time, I will cease to exist. She got, yeah, she got really fixated on this. Like she had this whole fucking like, like speech ready. It's like she, she's been binge watching West Wing and she thinks you can like fix any problem by giving a really good speech. And then people are like, yeah, you're fucking right. And then you get what you want. So she has it in her head that if she could just have this conversation, all the shit in the world will be good. Her and Peter will be in love. They'll just say, cancel the show. It's me and my Kenna. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's see how that works out for her. <laughs> yeah. It was just like she. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is what's happening. She needs time. It's nothing else in the world is more important than the time she could get with Peter. So nothing is going to fuck this up for her. Except, yes, it is. because. <laughs> There's not going to be any cocktail party, and they're going straight to the rose ceremony. No, uh, no, because Peter has clarity, and he doesn't want to delay the inevitable. Oh, or clarity. the producers told him to do it. The producers told him to do it. Um, so now with this 
Kelsey Tammy confrontation and all this shit going on, McKenna starts developing her own drinking problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's we just like them. is downing wine and 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 the girls just turn on on Kelsey and Tammy and they're like, it is your fault that we don't have a cocktail party. It is all your fault. <laughs> you and I'm like, bitches. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And McKenna's like, what I wanted to tell him tonight was big and I needed this time. So I'm fucking frustrated. Yeah. And she's like, just what like, you, wanted to, you, you mean you want to say, I, I, I just, I want our connection to grow. And I just, I feel like we have something special and I'm falling for you. Yeah. You and everybody else. That's the same thing. Yeah. Everybody's going to say, we're all at that level where you say yeah. that and try and save your ass. <laughs> like I had a story to share. Oh, shut up. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> Uh, sorry. We're so sensitive. Uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up, McKenna. Um, so, so then, okay. So then this is like when Tammy does mention that she talked about popping pills. She admits it, but she's like, I was joking or something. And <laughs> then she was like, I, well, I heard it from somebody else. Um, I think from nurse Victoria. Um, which is, who, this is even better. It's just like, yeah. So. Okay, maybe you don't pop pills, but I heard it offhanded from someone else and decided to repeat it verbatim and insinuate things just because. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? And then, and then Kelsey's like, uh, I take Adderall and birth control. Okay. Um, I take so Adderall. Yeah. <laughs> so stop being a hater. And then Nurse Victoria is playing dumb again. And, uh, mm-hmm. and Tammy's like, I heard it from you. And I'm like, Tammy, you got tricked. Nurse Victoria is is a covert shady lady, and she is tricking you. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, McKenna's hand motions at this moment are everything. <laughs> she's like, you will not take my time away from me. And she's just like punctuating with her hand everything she's doing. Um, and... Yeah, this is this whole thing just kind of like devolves. It just all turns to shit. Um, and yeah, someone let Tammy run with this information, and they all turned on her. That's what happened. And then, and then, this whole thing is wild to me too. They just start calling Tammy crazy, and that was uncalled for. <laughs> They're just like, she's a psychopath, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening on this show? It's. It's kind of insane, to be honest. Like, I, like it made no sense. Like, I was like, okay, she was, she admitted it. She said, okay, I heard it from somebody. I don't watch the show. The producers convinced me to say this. Mm-hmm. I thought it wouldn't be a problem, but I was wrong. And now they're like, she's such a psychopath. And I'm like, why is she a psychopath? She's not the one crying every day. Like, she's right. Kelsey is unhinged. McKenna is unhinged. Nurse Victoria also unhinged. And they all look at her and they go, Tammy's the psychopath. And I'm like, yeah. what? Again, it's 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 her overreach. Tammy, yeah. you have to come to terms with the fact that these women are just like, they're not all there, man. They're three feet short of a fucking yard. That's fine. You don't need alcohol and pills to to spice it up soap opera style. These women are all just unhinged. Let them just be crazy people. That's all you need. 
<laughs> yeah, I just she just needed to stay in her lane, and she didn't, and that's that is going to be her undoing. So because ultimately, in this, if someone is actually engaging in some bullshit that you can really pin them on, then you can strategically go after them that way. But you can't do this wishy washy crap. Okay, if someone is crying all the time, eventually they will implode. That is just a sign of weakness. You need to wait. You need to be patient, and they will destroy themselves eventually. Eventually. Yeah. If, if not, yeah. then all you do is then you destroy yourself and you strengthen them. And that is how Kelsey has managed to stick around for as long as she has because she's totally nuts, but everyone else around her is somehow worse. Yeah. So then she gets off scot free. It's mm-hmm. just, oh, God. I mean, ugh. <sighs> anyway, uh, we're both upset. Let's keep oh, just going. Just a little, yeah. <laughs> so, so you think. So what happens next is you think the rose ceremony is going to start. That's what you think is going to happen. Of course you think that. You would think that, wouldn't you? But you would be wrong. Because, no, what's going to happen next is Tammy is going to take Peter aside to talk to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, This isn't going to be good. Um, So she grabs him. Okay. And um, then... After she's done talking to him, McKenna steals Peter from Tammy. And then she's like talk crying at her. <laughs> um, and then that girl that I don't like just because she looks like someone I don't like is real pissed. And she's just like, well, this we might as well have had a rose serum or when as well had a cocktail party because that's what we're doing right now. Whatever. OK, relax. Um and then, uh, okay, so then we see the roses, and it's like, what just happened? You know, we, we do the rose ceremony. We don't really know everything that they talked about. Um, but Dry Victoria gets one. Uh, Madison gets the tiniest rose in the world. Uh, Natasha, Nurse Victoria, McKenna, and Tammy. And that means Shein and Lexi are gone. Yep. Yeah. And I didn't really like Lexi anyway, so bye. Yeah, fuck her. Um, so, and then I forgot there was like, you could see bruises on the girls. And I was like, what happened? And then I was like, oh, yeah, that football game. <laughs> uh, and then there was that dumb Chris Harrison part at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of, um, yeah. Oh, were they were they reenacted the, uh, the, the tragic accident? Was yeah. that the one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where they reenacted the tragic accident. So Oh, and how tragic was it? Just so tragic. It was so tragic. Um, yeah, where he was like in he was like shrouded in darkness. <laughs> and he's like, You're gonna blur out my face and change my voice, right? And then they did that whole stupid thing. So anyway. That's great stuff. Okay. Uh so now we're on part two of this week, uh, where they decided We'll do it on a Wednesday night, too, because uh, you don't have anything else going on, exactly. right? Exactly. So. so why not give you the most superfluous episode of The Bachelor ever? Yeah, it's just the biggest waste of your time you could imagine we're doing it right now. Um, so uh, now when they get back, everyone is jumping down McKenna's throat, which I thought was interesting um nobody stood up for her doing that they all thought it was selfish and fucked up and dry victoria was like don't let it happen again <laughs> or else i can do now, power I moves now 
<laughs> I don't remember if I talked about this or not on a previous episode, but um, somebody spoke out about Dry Victoria and the fact that she was like a huge bully in high school. Hmm, I could see that. Yeah, and she because she was like there. There was this girl who like was like, okay, I need to tell you about you know this person who's on the season. And at first, she wasn't like saying who it was. And then when all the shit went down about Vogue, she was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna tell you because everybody thinks she's terrible anyway. Yeah, it was Dry Victoria, <laughs> <laughs> and she like bullied this girl for having hairy arms and just like just said really terrible things to people. And as a girl with hairy arms, like. Dry Victoria can go fuck herself. Yeah. Fuck you, Dry Victoria. (laughs) Fuck you, bitch. Um, But anyway, sorry. Uh, (laughs) As a guy with hairy arms, I support you. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, (laughs) But whatever. Uh, So they're going to go look for love in Santiago, Chile. And uh, and this was was the episode where I realized it was Hannah Ann and not Hannah N. Uh, So that's why they kept saying her full name. So (laughs) sorry, Hannah Ann. I'm probably still going to keep calling you Hannah because I forget. Yeah. Um, That's a daisy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and this is, yeah. So this is, uh, okay. So this was like a one-on-one, right? With Hannah Ann. Yeah. So he's, he's like worried about her age, but he's like 28. I mean, he's not like the oldest bachelor we've ever had. It's a five-year age difference. Like, and he's like, oh, this is like a really big deal. I'm like, really? Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, also, it's just like you're 23, don't get fucking married. <laughs> Especially yeah. you, Hannah Ann. It's like clearly Hannah Ann is not in a position where she should be getting married. You know, like, but also, I don't think that our our walnut brain buddy over here is the one that could be making that determination. So you are right. both well, immature. Date some people, figure your shit out. And it's like if you like her enough to keep her around, you don't have to get engaged. I mean, yeah. that it isn't it isn't a hard and fast role, so you don't have to do that. Oh no, he um, is dead set on doing it. He cannot. See, he's got the horse blinders on from day one. Yeah, that's he's so a ring true. on it. But like, people are so focused on age on this show, and it drives me nuts. And I and it and maybe it's like I'm sensitive because I'm in a I'm in a relationship with a 15 year age gap, but like. I don't think it's just that. <laughs> no, but it's, it's but a like, lot more. <laughs> but it's like age difference is not what you should be looking at. What you should be looking at is maturity level, where you are professionally, where you want to be in a relationship. Sure. Like just like the the way that they treat older contestants on the show, and I say older very loosely, like the women on the show who are 30 is mm-hmm. so fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. That they're just like old and dry and dusty. Yeah. And oh, just, wow. How did this spinster no get to this point? Yeah. Imagine if like you lived your life and you and, and you found a career that you enjoyed and you found fulfillment in yourself and became a better person before deciding to get married. What the yeah. fuck you? What Come a on. concept. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Yeah, it's crazy. Um. So and and then, yeah, what I my, in my notes, I said, you know, I would say that the fact that she has hasn't ever been in love, which is something she says on this date, is the thing that should concern him more than her age. Because what if she had had like a couple serious relationships where she learned a lot about herself and she just happens to be ready to commit at a young age? And maybe people do that in her family and she feels totally sure. comfortable with that. You That's know? a reasonable or, thing. But the, but the fact that she's never yeah. been in love and is just like, oh, well, I really haven't had that many serious relationships. And she's like, I dated this one guy for a while, but blah, blah, blah. You're just like, okay, so you want to go from I've never been in love to I just got engaged on television. That's a bit of a leap. 
<laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, for real. Like, okay. Yeah, it's just – it's too much. Um, And she's also dressed like a figure skater uh, slash Vegas bride. And <laughs> I can't with this dress. Um, But anyway, uh, Peter wants to know about her goals. And she's like, well, I want to model as much as I can. And then – and then, you know, like minnows and shallow waters and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't know. She just like starts talking like refrigerator magnets and I just kind of tuned out. Yeah. Um, and I'm also shocked that she drank red wine with that dress, but that was some, that was brave move. Um, and she was, she dated someone for three and a half years and she said she wasn't in love with him. So that's, that's a lot. It seems um, like a big waste of time. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then Peter's like, well, like basically kind of calling her fake, like everything's just too perfect and you're too good all the time. And then it's like she starts crying on cue mm-hmm. and she's like, this is go. so hard for me. This is so hard. Is that what you want? Is that what you were looking for? Because I, I can deliver that too. I can I can make that happen. I was like, oh, God. All right. These two felt are a little, perfect for each other. They're honestly perfect for each strange. other. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's oof. uh. So anyway, um, that was their date, and she saved herself at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's Sydney, Natasha, Kelsey, Victoria P., Madison, Tammy, Kelly, and McKenna on a group date. And we know that Dry Victoria is going to get the one-on-one, mm-hmm. um, which is some bullshit because she already got one not that long ago. You know, and he's like, I didn't think we got a fair shot. Well, okay. Um, and then uh, Kelsey and McKenna start bonding because they both cry a lot. Sure. And McKenna's like, I feel like I have to go away. Like, I just feel like this isn't going to work. And I think I should just go. <laughs> and, and then Kelsey's like, just stick it out for this date. Stick it out, you know? baby. I yeah. support you. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, okay. So they're on the group date. And Peter's like, hey, telenovelas, let's shoot one. And it's going to be called El Amor de Pedro. Get it? Uh-huh. Um, so clever. And uh, uh, Natasha looked like she was going to do well in this. I-, I actually really liked all of the all of the characters in this, you know, except Kelly's accent was so cringy. It was pretty bad. Um, yeah. Um, and Nurse Victoria was really making me feel uneasy. Uh, during this whole thing. And I don't remember exactly why, but I, I, I she's just so, I don't know. She's just got so many tr- problems. <laughs> just, yeah. And I really thought she was going to win. I really did. Um, I'm just going to put that out there. I really thought she was going to be the winner. Um, but during this date, she like brings up Alea and it's like, why? He probably forgot by now. He's got the memory of a goldfish. Just don't bring it up. Like just keep moving, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so, so during this date that we don't need to talk about the whole way, I don't think. Um, but so wait, I'm trying to remember exactly when this happens because so like the plot, we should talk about this, I guess the plot, the plot of the telenovela is just like all these women are after him, but then McKenna is the one that he's in love with and she's the maid and she's like invisible. And so she feels seen for the first time. Ever. Oh, McKenna is loving this. This is like yeah. her dream. Yeah, and she's like, this is just the best thing ever. Okay, so anyway, moving on from that. Um, he has this chat with Nurse Victoria, and he, and 
this was hard to watch actually. Mm-hmm. He was just like, well, I think you're more secure and confident in the relationship than I am. <laughs> and she's like, oh. And he's like, I don't see you as my wife. And she was like, wow. Uh, Great. And, um, and she's like, well, I'm concerned for you and I'm worried for you and I hope you're making the right decision because this is the last conversation we're ever going to have. Oh. Yep. Oh, my God. That was rough. And then he's like, can I walk you out? And she's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, you're stronger than you looked. So good for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, she just pieced. She just bounced. She was like, goodbye. I'm not putting up with this shit anymore. Not going to let you do this to me. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was my, that was the horse I was backing. So then I was like, all right, so who does he actually end up with? Um, and then he has a conversation with Madison and she bores me, but now I'm kind of thinking maybe she's the front runner. Yeah. It's, it's hard to tell with her because uh, she doesn't really stick out but she hasn't done anything to displace herself i think she's just in a strong position where she's cruising towards kind of an end game run here whether or not she deserves it or not but she's just the lane that she has found for herself is one where she's she's not in conflict with anyone so she's guaranteed to do well she is doing a really really good job for sure you know and yeah, I I really think she's got what it takes to like make it all the way or really far, you know. So um so anyway, they they seem to have a good conversation. They're making out and while they're making out, <laughs> um Tammy and McKenna are having a fight. Oh, of course. And um I was just like waiting because there's um there's a uh, the conversation on the internet after this episode was all about McKenna's speech and how it didn't go well. And um, so I spent the entire episode just waiting for the speech to happen and it, and it kept feeling like it was about to happen and then it didn't happen. So there's a lot of parts of my notes where I'm like, is this where the speech happens? And then it, it doesn't happen. It never happens. She, yeah. Yeah. But she is like, she is like, this was going to be my moment or whatever, you know? And, and, um, and Tammy's just like yelling and yeah, I don't know. Um, but Tammy's trying to make herself out to be the victim in all of this. And that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But McKenna being the hero is also not going to work. <laughs> so it's just like, it's just all bad all around this whole part. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Peter was just distracted by Madison and making out because he just gives her the rose. Um while all the other girls are like bickering and screwing up their own chances. Exactly. And again, this is good because it's like he's he's got his tiny brain and he associates Madison good kissy time and then all other girls bad yelly time. So <laughs> yeah, really he's just like firmly establishing yourself here. Yeah, he's just like, well, you guys are a bummer. So I'm just going to ignore the fact that you're even here because mm-hmm. screw this. Um, yeah, so they didn't do themselves any favors and she, she walks away with, with the prize. Um, so then we go to the date with dry Victoria Mm -hmm. and, um, Oh God. I mean, outside of the fact that we just plain don't like her yeah, and we shouldn't like her and we know that we shouldn't like her. We know that she, this, I mean, 
they just really don't seem to get along. No. And they're and they're trying to make it happen and it's just awkward to watch. Um and uh like we already knew that like her awkwardness and her vulnerability, that's all an act. Like that's all bullshit. And the fact that like finding out that she was like a big bully in high school just made me go, okay, well, this all makes sense. This is all lining up for me, you yeah. know? Um, and he's like, I don't really know what I think about Victoria. And um, and I just don't feel like I can get anywhere with her. And and he's like, I don't know, you know, I don't know if she's like ready for marriage and stuff. And she's like, this is the most I've ever tried with anybody. <laughs> and that says a lot because I don't really think she's doing that much. No, it's like baller ass minimum effort, girl. <laughs> yeah, she's like, this is the most I've ever tried with anybody. It's like, oh, so you don't get along with anyone. Yeah, it's like, so you and, just don't try ever. <laughs> yeah, you just, you don't try ever. You don't get along with anyone and they all probably dump you because mm-hmm. you're an axe wound. Um, <laughs> but... She gets the rose, and I'm still confused as to why. Yeah, I don't get that either. This is yeah. this is, again classic Peter. He's just he feels like she's obviously they have like a, a like good physical chemistry, so I get that. And he really wants to bang her. That's quite obvious. But I think because yeah. the way that he works, where he's so conflict averse, and he has to make everybody happy. So he can tell that she's still a little uneasy about things. So he's like, I got to keep giving her a rose so I can I can make her happy. I she, I have to win. I have to, you know, make sure that everyone loves me. And I'm pe- that, that's like, no, dude, just fucking cut your losses. Clearly, this is there's a problem here. <laughs> yeah, ugh, I mean, ugh, yeah. It's ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say about it. That is just all I have to say. Again, about so it. they're they're perfect for each other because he he has to he has to make her happy. That's the only like he has to keep her around until she's like, yeah, I like you, and then he can dump her. But until then, we're great, and she's never going to be happy. So they're made for each other. Yeah, they're probably made for each other. Oh, god. Uh, <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, this whole thing. So. Anyway, um, then, uh, okay, then we get to the date that we knew was coming. Uh-huh. And it's a two-on-one with McKenna and Tammy. Uh, and and this is like, this is like when McKenna starts to ramp up for the speech. And she's like, I am a strong, independent woman. And she will not get in my damn way. <laughs> and when she swears... It just sounds like she's swearing for the first time ever. <laughs> like she's an adult and she's finally been given permission to swear. And here she goes. I'm going to say damn. And I don't even care. I'm going to say damn. And I'm it's say the really damn awkward. word. <laughs> so awkward. She's not going to get in my damn way. Um, so anyway. Um, yeah, this whole speech. Let me see. Let me find... Um, I had a link to it because <laughs> Twitter really reacted to McKenna's speech like perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want to, I want to just say the speech full out. <laughs> I would, I would so love basic- you to read that to us. So I'm going to, so here we go. So 
this is so this is what happens like um Okay, so while the two women are waiting for Peter Weber to arrive, McKenna takes the opportunity to tell off Tammy with a speech that, um, this is from Cosmopolitan, by the way, that she and producers crossed out, she wrote. And because I literally don't have the words to describe how cringe it was, I'll just transcribe it for you. First, McKenna says, I want to say something to you and please don't interrupt me. And then she takes a big sigh to prepare slash remember her lines. And she goes on to say, and thank you, Cosmopolitan, for um, getting this all together for me. I really appreciate you. Okay. Here we go. I don't know what your goal was the other night, maybe to make me feel small and weak, but at the end of the day, you made me find my damn voice. And I am a strong woman, and I will not let people like you tear me down anymore and make me feel like any less of a person, and I do not deserve any love, because at the end of the day, I am proud of who I am, Tammy. Kindness wins. Love wins. (laughs) Bringing people down... (laughs) Bringing people down never wins. And that's how I feel about that. Oh. And that was her speech. This is I so mean. good. She's like a like an inspirational like Instagram account that posts like Kelly Clarkson memes. Yeah. I just I love her. Angel. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Come on. You couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't license the damn song for this, Bachelor? Doesn't mean I'm lonely. <laughs> oh my God. It was just like everything about it was the worst. Really I really, I really honestly hated it. Um, and, and yeah, it's like, it's like exactly, you know, the whole like, thanks. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Meme. That's yeah. like what this was meant for. I think so. this has, this has thanks. I hated it written all over it. But like, um, could, could anything be better than, than that? Like that it's so perfect for her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It was just so weird. And then and then Tammy, I mean, I don't think she's wrong. That's that's my whole argument in this. You know, Tammy's like McKenna's just interested in being famous mm-hmm. and she's focused on this and, and and Tammy is like I'm focused on the relationship and I believe that girls like McKenna disrupt the process. And then there's like this weird thing where they start fighting and then McKenna starts using honey too and it's like, "Listen, I know what kind of women I don't like, and it's the kind of women who use honey and sweetheart as insults. Mm-hmm. I just don't even have patience for that. No. So it's clear we will never be friends. <laughs> um, and basically, okay, I was kind of hoping that they would both get walked out because I don't really think he has a connection with McKenna. So I, you know what I mean? I was like, why sure. keep her around? Just have them both leave, right? Yeah. Um, but then you see Tammy getting walked out and you're like, oh my God, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I I don't know. There's something really wrong with McKenna, I think. Um, she needs a hug, that's for sure. <sighs> yeah, there's something. I There's just something about her that's really off. Um, so, okay, so we get there. Then we do get a cocktail party mm-hmm. um and he's talking to like a few a few girls and um this was like three in the morning for me so my notes are really sketchy um <laughs> <laughs> but i did say that i thought natasha didn't get enough screen time and i was hoping she would get a one-on-one next week mm-hmm. um but then i kind of skipped to the rose ceremony so i could go to bed and um the most important thing that happened in this was that mckenna is going home 
But unfortunately, Sydney is also going home. And even though I don't really like her voice, she seemed cool. And so that was yeah. too bad. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but uh, I'm, I am really, really thrilled that McKenna's gone. But before she left, she gave us another, another uh, nugget of wisdom. And she goes, I am more madly in love with who I am than anything. <laughs> that rocks. And I was like, I am a oh complete narcissist and it's amazing. And I love myself every single fucking day. Yeah. I was like, she's that kind of girl who goes and marries herself for attention. She is that girl. So she's yeah, my girl's going sicko mode on self-care here. Okay. There's nobody but number one, and number one is my Kenna. It's not your Kenna, it's my Kenna. <laughs> what are you gonna do now that McKenna's off the show? How are you how are you feeling? How are you? I don't coping? know. I uh I, I I put her face on a prayer candle and I it's it's been lit ever since this episode ended. And that's uh I've just been trying to get through it one day at a time. That sounds really healthy. <laughs> it is <laughs> <laughs> I have a very healthy relationship with reality television. With totally reality television. All right. Well, that was quite the week. Um, uh, stay tuned for next week when we go to Lima, Peru. Hell yeah. All right. Bye. Oh, my God. I got to get a little cry.